says, There is a therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Those who are pursuing the Lord, those who are putting their trust in him and pursuing the things of the spirit, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus for you today. So just be encouraged uh, with that this morning. And um, we're going to go into the word. And um, let me just say a quick prayer before we do that. Father, we just thank you, O God, for your presence with us this morning. We thank you, O God, that as our worship, O God, go up to you, O God, that it was uh, just sweet to your nostrils, dear Father. We thank you, O God, for being in our midst, for all that you're about to do and say this morning, O God. We pray, O God, that you may just encourage our hearts, Lord. Prepare our hearts, O God, to receive the word, O God, which you have to bring forth to us this morning. Shift us, O God, and transform us, O God. Give us your mind, give us your heart, Lord, as we receive from you today. I pray, O God, that your manservant, O God, as he deliver your word, he will deliver with precision, O Father. Empower his word, O God. Lace it, Lord Jesus, O God, with your fire, with your power, Lord. As we say thank you, O God, for being in our midst, O God. Bless us, O God, and increase us, O God, in every way. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, God. And uh, I'm just going to turn the rest of the service over to Pastor right now. So you can take it away. Amen. Thank you, Kim. Well, praise God. Thank you guys for um, logging on. We're going to be talking about um, a particular topic this morning that everybody has heard several messages on. You know, the, the topic of faith. Whether or not those messages uh, compelled us to begin to believe God for all that he has spoken in his word and over our life, that is another matter. Whether or not when you go to church and you hear that message, there's a performance of God's power after that message is spoken over you. But if, if, if you didn't receive the fullness of what you were believing God for, we, God, there is a, an anointing this morning to shift you. This, we're not doing messages after messages after messages. When people tell me that they have been going to church for all of these years, and I look at the fruits and I don't see the fruits. I'm, you know, I'm checking that there are no fruits, you know, it's not, it's not a good testimony. You can celebrate your salvation, but if you're going to tell me about years, then I'm going to talk about destiny. I'm going to talk about fruits and results. So every lesson that we got by the grace of God, every revelation, every understanding that the Lord allow us to come in his presence and to hear. We are putting a demand, we are putting pressure on heaven for that manifestation of that thing in our life. During the week, the kingdom of heaven suffer violence and the violence take it by force. Those things that God has spoken over my life, oh my God. Am I reminding him about them? Is he forgetting? No. But I'm still reminding God that I remember. Because we human beings, we have a tendency to forget the things of God. No matter how powerful, no matter how how much we receive on Sunday morning or during our prayer time we have a tendency to step out of the prayer closet and go back to the old man and that you know we, it, faith is a thing that you can be in a desert a desert where there's just dry ground around you and if you're in the flesh you're a dead man but if you're in the spirit you know something miraculous 
can happen. And that's the, that is the place that we believers are, that there is nothing on the planet that can defy the word of God. Nothing on the, no force on the planet can test the word of God on the, and the power of God. The issue is the believer and the lack of faith and trust in God and in his word. In many cases, we are not even going to the word of God and finding out what it actually says about us. I give you a depiction really quick. I look look on Boxing Days. They always capture people going to the stores for discounts. Okay? And they're like uh, trampling each other, fighting for boxes of electronics. That uh, You know where it's happening? More, mainly I see it. Guess where? The, they claim the most powerful country in the world, in the USA. They, they trample on... Um, and those who are weak to get an electronic my god you see what i say people don't have an idea who they are created to be we don't have a concept if we had a concept of who we were you know what the church buildings would be filled this morning but we see the long lineup on boxing day because why when you're in your fallen state you cannot identify value you don't know what value is you think value is in the material things and you walk past 10 preachers, 10 churches and ignore the words that they gave to you and go now to join a, a, a line for two hours to, to save 200 bucks. Meanwhile, your father created everything. Everything. Your heavenly father created everything for you and for me. And you know, we are all in this paradigm. We are all in this state of being lost and being blinded until we have this encounter with Jesus Christ and then now we begin to have an idea of what value is but you know the sad thing about this is when we have had that revelation of Jesus Christ and then we continue to go join those long lines for boxing day sales christians putting um some of them are really happy now so they can put the mask on nobody can identify them well today is your day of reckoning reckoning today is your day of reckoning today is your day of wake up i just in case just in case this message went over your head we're not doing motivational speeches yeah, can I ask a question? Uh, we can. We we have to deal with that after the service. This is not your a democ a democracy. This is the this is the word of God, and I'm the man that God put in this position. So any question that you're gonna ask, we can talk about that later on. I'm not asking you. God, Jesus Christ, call me and put me in this place. No man question me until that until I open that out. Learn that number one, and let me give the word of the Lord to the people. Faith is in the word of God. And we are, let, let me tell you something. I don't back down from a fight. And if you, didn't, if you don't know what I'm, what, what I'm willing to give in this fight, go back at Heaven's Lighthouse Ministries and check my, red, my uh, messages before. In this fight, I, I'll tell you what I'll lay down. This is not, this is not your, your uh, Sunday morning church where you go and listen to messages. This has to do with heaven and hell. Go read your Bible. Go read the book of Acts. Go read the life of Jesus Christ. 
This is not a song and dance party. This has to do with souls. This is not about the wisdom of men, the, the intellect of men. This is about the power of God and his ability to save souls and save the lost. And when we get together, we're going to deal with the issues that needs to be dealt with. Don't worry. We expect all of that before we got into this. That's like child's play. We're ready for the real deal. When you're signed, Jesus said, count the cost. I already count the cost. That means it could cost my life. And would I pay? Any day. Ready. Ready. I understand this. God has given me the intellect to understand. What is it that I'm signing up for? So we are, we are going to speak about the agenda that God has put us on here to speak about. Period. And no man that breathe breath will interfere with that this morning. No demon from hell can come in between me and what God has assigned me to do. Because the power of heaven will back me. That's why they couldn't kill Jesus before his time. So today we're going to talk about faith. And the idea is that you will take this faith and go and produce fruit. Not only in your personal life. But also the fruits that matters to Jesus Christ. Which is the lost. The lost. When this, when you, the faith that you have uh, put in God and what you have spoken in his word begin to um, produce a performance of the power of God in your life a performance of the power of God then you will be able to witness then you will be able to witness then you will be able to win the lost and that's what this thing is about that is why we want to bear fruits that is why we talk about faith this is not um, something from a financial perspective if God is giving you finance finances it's to go and win the lost I've heard, listen, I've had every conversations on the street with uh, every um, Tom, Dick and Harry about every other thing. But I can tell you one thing about them. Many, they are like the Pharisees. They don't care about the lost. They don't care about the hurting. They don't care about the broken. They don't care about the uh, people that Jesus Christ went and was brutalized for. And they want to get into conversations. And they want to take another man's platform and do what they want to do with it. <clears throat> they won't be doing on that, that and mine. You know, if you think that you have something to speak, then go, you know, by the anointing that you, if you are anointed, go because that anointing will speak on your behalf. We spoke about the anointing. It will speak on your behalf. If you're anointed, you will draw a crowd like Jesus Christ did. But let make sure it's the anointing that's speaking from you and not your intellect. Not your intellect, not that, the books that you've read. Or else there will be no power of God and no anointing on your life. This impartation, this is an impartation of faith this morning. This is not the wisdom of the words of a man. That is what this is about. You know, let me tell you, guys. You know, this nice formality that we see happening in church. That we have come to get used to. And when we see anything volatile, I'm telling you, my God Almighty, it was volatile when Jesus was being nailed to the cross. Okay, it was cruelty. It was viciousness. It was human wickedness. And, and it wasn't Jesus alone. They did the very same things to the, the disciples. And yet we want to go in church and hear nice messages with the beautiful cheers. Listen, every now and then, some, deem, some devil from hell is going to come in. Of your service. And what are you going to do at that time? 
What are you going to do? Run away as the pastor and leave, the, leave the, the sheep there? Let me tell you something. I'm the first guy that's going to attack that, that devil, quite frankly. The first guy. I ain't running from nothing. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, listen, we ain't going nowhere. You know. We're right here. We're right here. But you see the people that God has brought me to minister to and to stand in the gap and to speak the word and to watch over their souls that God is not going to ask you to come and, uh, and, and give an, um, an account for them. Let me, trust me, you guys have no concept. This is the church of Jesus Christ. This is the body of Christ. If you're going to present a case, are you, are, who are you? What do you represent? The people on here know who I represent, what I stand for and what I represent. They have seen my life. They have seen my service to the Lord. Any other voice that wants to speak, come and produce. Who are you? What do you stand for? Do they know you? We have listened. This is the, this is the baby stage. This is the baby stage. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. This here is the baby stage, okay? We are prepared for war. Go read the Reformation Age. It's, it's in the Bible that this war is. Eh? But receive the word of the Lord this morning. Let's go to uh, 1 Corinthians 2 and verses 12. 1 Corinthians 2 and we'll read from 12 to 14. We'll examine this from the word of God. So it says, No, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. So every man have a spirit. Is it the spirit of God? If, you're, if, you're, if you have the spirit of God inside of you, you will begin to understand the things that we're talking about this morning. So which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, not, not the intellect, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man, it says in verses 14, receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. The man who has not been born again, what you and I are talking about here, they will not comprehend. They will not come into agreement with. There will be a conflict. Is it for them? Absolutely. Even the gentleman that was speaking earlier. Jesus Christ died for him. Whether or not he has that revelation, that's another deal. We can preach Jesus to him after the service if you want. If you want to have an encounter with him, if you want to hear his voice. But if you're going to compete with him because of some wisdom that comes from your head, then that's a different story. I can't help you with that. For they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned they are spiritually discerned john 3 go read the born again experience so that is where that is our position the activation that is inside of us because of the knowledge of jesus christ has opened up open us up to spiritual enlightenment and then now the lord jesus christ by the holy spirit begin to teach us how to live a, a spiritual life by faith a spiritual life by faith no we need to we need to increase we we cannot survive without a steady diet of faith in the promises of god a steady diet 
not just a, a faith that is um on and off if you are going to come into your destiny you have to you have to be built up and believe in everything like i was saying earlier if you're in a desert place and there is physically no water no within sight but if you are of god you can have if you believe in god and have faith in jesus christ a supernatural provision can be made for you now let's look at a couple of scripture that the, that jesus christ spoke about in matthew 17 and verses 17. Matthew 17 and verses 17. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. Speaking about the demonic boy who the disciples could not cast him out. And Jesus delivered that little boy. And now this is what the Lord says. O oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. You see, we have been going to church for a long time. We have heard the lessons. We have not put them into practice. And therefore, there is not a performance of those things in our life. Let's go to Mark 4. I'm, I'm, I'm showing you the rebukes before I go any further. The lack of faith. Oh, Jesus spoke about lack of faith. I'm sure I'm, we are talking about that before we go on any further. Let's go Mark 4 and verses 40. Mark 4 and verses 40. Listen, guys, don't worry about me. There is, there is a, let me tell you something about me. Eh? There's a little bit of inside of my blood. There's that this has been there forever. Don't worry about me. I am in my element when I'm in battle. That's where I do well. Okay, if there is no, that's why I love when I was playing sports. Eh? I, that's where I, I, I love to be, not necessarily in a physical battle, but on the inside. I love that aspect of it. And this is what I signed up for. So I don't need no, no um, pity. Just to let you know. Mark 4 and verses 40. Jesus speaking. <clears throat> and he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? How is it that ye have no faith? Just because you hear you hear about faith does not mean you have any. Just because money is around doesn't doesn't or someone else has money does not mean any of that money is in your pocket. You need to cultivate and develop and increase your own faith. Let's go Mark 6, 5 and 6. It says, and he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went around about the villages teaching. We're not going to be able. We, one thing we have established really quick this morning. Deliberately, we have established this. That without faith, it's impossible to please God. That without faith, you're not going to manifest your destiny. You're not going to receive the things of God without faith. Obviously, there are other factors that are necessary. And we've been dealing with those things. Consistent with your prayers being answered. We've been speaking of, uh, it's like a cake that you're baking. 
And if you don't have all the ingredients, you will not get the outcome. If you need to add 10 different elements to bake that cake and you put eight, you're in, it's gonna be void of a flavor that you're looking for. And it's the same thing here in the things of God. That's why we're going through in a systematic way, the different revelations and understanding that are necessary by the grace of God so that we can receive the promises of God that are in scripture and we can produce the fruits. Let's go to Romans 12, 3b. Romans 12, 3, and we'll just read the B part. It says, according as God has de dealt to every man a measure of faith. God has dealt to every man a measure of faith. So you have faith to believe what you have received so far from God. This is very necessary. And let me just say, in, what I'm predominantly speaking to is the fruits that Jesus Christ said that we should bear. We need the power of God to bear the fruits. And we're not going to have impact. Your destiny, the, the prophetic words that God has spoken over your life, unless you begin to walk by faith, they will not be a performance of the power of God to bring those promises to pass. It will not happen. It won't happen. And just because you go to church week after week and hear messages does not mean it will happen either. Just because you're a nice Christian. You know, quite frankly, if I was supposed to count how many of the Christians that personally I know have actually walked in their destiny or I see um, the power of God in their life, I don't know if I could find two. I don't know, really. I don't know if I could find two, counting myself. We are not at that level that we are producing the results. Thank God for what he's doing through our life, but we are not at that level. We need more. How long can we save, pray for the, pe the lost people, the people in our families that are going to hell? And no, no performance of the power of God to prove to them that Jesus Christ is real. How long? Until you begin to, when you plant your tree outside, your tomato tree, early springtime, and it's now midsummer, and the thing is still there, not producing anything, but the, the leaves are beautiful, but there are no tomatoes on the tree. Now you know why Jesus Christ cursed that fig tree when he walked by. It was alive and taking up space. We, can't be, we cannot afford to be alive in the church of Jesus Christ, take up space and bear no fruit. You know, you're not going to know me as a man of God because I'm wearing a nice suit. Or because I'm successful in, the, um, in my job or in my business. This spiritual fruit here is different. This is a walk with God. And we have to wake, we have to wake up to this. And this faith fact thing that I'm actually talking about here, you cannot come and be full of faith now. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, nothing is happening. You're walking in the flesh. We're walking in the flesh. We forget. Faith, obedience. We talk about dying to self, dying to self. This is what it's going to cost 
for your family to be saved. This is what's going to cost for the power of God to, to turn up in your life. Who is ready to live by faith? Live by faith. It, we, are, we made so many commitments this year to the Lord. It's mid, little over mid-February. This is your desert now. Okay, the things that your the expect, expectations that you had had have not materialized as yet. What do you do in that moment when you're trusting God for those things and you don't see them as yet? As a Christian, what do you do? And then people begin to call and make you offers. Like I had one um, pastor that called me this week and told me he knows. A, B, C, D, E, F, and G in London. Everybody is giving me their number. Call this guy. He's connected to the Salvation Army. Oh, Walmart, they give away 500 bucks for um, that you can go there and request for charities. I just let him rant. And then I say, oh, I thought you believe in Jesus Christ. So why are you sending me to go beg? I don't need to know no pastor down here. Unless the Lord connect me with those pastors. Don't, don't feel sorry for me. I, I said, listen, your soul is on fire. You're a man of God and God has called you, but your soul is on fire. You need to go in the quiet place. You need to go in there and die and understand that God owns everything down here and everybody's paying rent. And I don't need to go hook up with this pastor to, to advance Heaven's Lighthouse ministry. I don't need to go do that. No, Jesus Christ was a, was a one-man show for a moment. And the anointing that God put on him spoke louder than anything and the religious vagabonds hello i'm mad too listen i wake up with this with this you know this is my element we're against him because they never had no love for the lost they never had no love for the lost let me tell you something guys we have a love for the lost we have love for the lost i love everybody we have, this is why we are doing this. We want to see, I was watching a sermon by Reinhard Bonnke last night. My God. And he was talking about, the Lord spoke to him. He was in his tent in South Africa. And they were having conventions. And there was a knock on his door. And he opened the door, he said. And who was at the door? Kenneth Copeland. And Kenneth Copeland came to him and, and spoke to him by the Lord and said, the Lord said to tell you that you will have one million souls come to Jesus Christ in one meeting. One million souls, one meeting. And there was a period of seven days that they had that number. And his staff came to him and said, one million souls. They did the, the count of the confessions. One million souls in one week. And they came and said, the word came to pass. And he said, no, that word didn't come to pass. The Lord said in one service, one million souls, one service. Can God do that in Africa? If he, if he did it in Africa, can he do it in Canada? Absolutely. That's what he was saying. He was a catch the fire. He said, he's saying that can be done in Canada here. And they had a service. And I mean, I don't know. You couldn't see the numbers that were there. One million, ninety thousand, and a few hundred. In one meeting, they gave their life to Jesus Christ. 
1 million 90,000. That is what happened when a man decides that I'm going to truly give my life to Jesus Christ and the power of God can do that through you. You know, we are that people today. We are that people. It's not beyond you and I. Reinhard Bonnke is not a superhero. It's the power of God. And it's our moment now to believe God for this. Romans 10, verses 17. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. How do you, how do you increase this faith? Faith come by hearing. You have to meditate on the word of God constantly. This is why we spoke about disconnecting yourself from the detractors, the distractions. Or else you're going to have double-mindedness and you will not receive from the Lord. Hello, people of God, this morning. It's great to be in your living room via Zoom. Hello. And I'm talking to the bride of Christ. Wonderful people of the Lord Jesus Christ. This message here that is beaming out of your screen. Hello. It's a mere transmission. The Spirit of God is communicating to you. Jesus Christ that you go in and lift up hands to is communicating to you. I'm merely a man. I'm merely a vessel that God is using. Hello. Uh, let the words. Hello. That's why I said, Lord, impart them while I speak. Impart them with this factor of faith while I speak. You are the people of God. We are. That, that listen in they will write books let me just say something else okay let let me just say something else because that they will write books marlon they will write books about us hello anna they will write books about us because of the power of god we are going to give god the praise okay don't worry about that it's not about us but you know we have this treasure in earthen vessels it is through us and around us is bride that this thing happened we're going to take the city of Canada by the neck and break it by the power of God. That's where we're going. There's a, an army. Let me tell you something. They can't preach religion to this army. Okay? They can't. They, 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 um, look at what the, the state that the world is in. One coronavirus. Look what the state of the world is in. After Princeton and Harvard. And so many PhDs. And all of the levels of um, education. And one little virus floor put the world on its knees. Do you think they can? Do you think they know can fool this generation concerning who have real power? No. There is an army that is rising up, so powerful, so powerful, unstoppable, impregnable. Because it's God, an army, rising up right here in Canada. We're not flying anywhere to see this revival. It's being produced right here in Canada, period. God has spoken that. And friends, we are the people. I'm just here by the word of the Lord, by the inspiration of the Spirit. 
okay to encourage you to come and knock on knock on your door sometime and sometimes kick off your door if you know what i mean hello sometimes you're not gonna hit me because we're brothers but i have to listen if you ever see me okay let me give you the permission by now okay if you ever see me stray from what you know to be scripture from what you know to be the commandments of the lord jesus christ i now give you the authority to back me in a corner hello and say andrade what has become of you you are so full of fire for god what has happened to you how come you're living like this i'm giving you guys that that authority now to rebuke me in the name of the lord this is this is our rising god is gathering this the troops in heaven's lighthouse ministry god has handpicked people here that are gonna pray, play pivotal parts and the army is growing god we have heard from the lord several times this week several times not a man not a man hello not a man with a mouth hello god we have heard from him this week where is the man after god has spoken in my ear where is that man tell him come and speak me out of that come with words that have been indoctrinated in you come with them against what god has spoken to me dead words dead words to me no way matthew 14 26 to 32 this factor of faith this factor of faith look what it did hello matthew 14 26 to 32 and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea walking on the sea they were troubled saying it is a spirit and they cried out for fear but straightway jesus spake unto them saying be of good cheer it is i be not afraid let me tell you something else one thing with we that, that walk with jesus christ hello if we really walk with jesus christ there's no fear in us none no fear 28 and peter answered him and said lord if it be thou bid me come into bid me come unto thee on the water and he said come and when peter was come down out of the ship he walked on the water to go to jesus but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. Let me tell you something. When that little volatility, hey, I, I love um, one of Smith Wigglesworth book I have here. One time he was preaching on some witches, witches, imagine. They form a line on the back. Kim is trying to tell me, don't be volatile. I, mean, I don't listen to Mike, to my wife, to when God is talking to me. I'm telling you that. All right, all right. I, that don't work with me. I, I do business with God. Witches came into the man's meeting and we're trying to quiet to um stall the meeting and then, you know what that man did he went he, after a while he figured it out something is off here there are some demons around here we need to deal with them and he went back back there and he was a big guy 
Me, I'd have to call on one of the bigger guys. But he lift up one end and dumped them off on the other side. They all slid off on the floor and got up and ran out. And what did Jesus did? Hello? When they were gambling in his father's house. And some of you are telling me to relax. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Ain't relaxing. Run to the battle. Run. Run to the battle. Headlong. And destroy the enemy. It's demons we're fighting about. Don't worry about the little flesh. Don't worry about that. This faith factor. Look what it allowed Peter to do. But when he saw he was walking on the water. Who want that kind of faith? I tell you this morning. It's an impartation. And I like. Listen. Uh, if you can hear this message. Okay. And go and haul off and do nothing. You can uh, let me tell you if you hear a message like this and you haul off and do nothing my my voice will ring in your ear for years to come you will never forget it it will haunt you until you run back to god and begin to believe him that's what listen like i said hey it, it, i'm not your pastor hello hello people of toronto i'm not your pastor that is looking to give you the handshake and we are, i have a lot of fun hey this I'm not your pastor that looking to give you the handshake after the church. Hello? No. Take the impartation. I pray just before I came and I said, Father, in Jesus' mighty name, empower your people. Lord God Almighty, let them not see me, but let them hear you. But use me though, Father, because they're looking at me. Every motion, every movement, every tone of my voice. Let that communicate your word to them. I feel the power of God. That's what people don't understand. You know? They don't understand when God called a man. And you are called. I'm not the only one. It's just that I'm, I'm where I am now. This is where I am. Because God, because of the grace of God, I am what I am. Hello? When God called a man or a woman, Elizabeth, hey, God called you too. Mightily. You better get ready. You better get ready. Right? This is, the, you know, this is, I spoke about the desert. In that desert, there are a few things that happen to you in that desert. Hello? It's not just the lack of water and lack of shade. No, there are other factors that are attacking you. It's volatile out there. It's dry. It's windy. The breeze blowing. You can get hurt. When you come into preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, you know, I spoke to that pastor this week. He might hear this message. I don't really care. And he called me back and said he was not too pleased with what I said before. And I said to him, you know what? How come you're preaching? I said, what a wimp you are. This is my word to him. He think I was going to give him pity. I was like, no pity here. Hello. I said, what a wimp you are. Say you're preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you have no, you know, you, you have no ability to take impact. You know, God might have called you, but you need to go back to the training ground. And go grow some alligator skin. That you're, you're not this. I mean, who are you going to protect the, the, the sheep and you're so puny? This is a 200 pound guy. Over. My God. It's not the size of the dog that is in the fight. It's the size of the fight that is in the dog. Hello. Do you have the fight of the dog inside of you today? Some of you are um, think that this is suit and ties. The gospel of Jesus Christ is suit and ties. And eloquence. 
I would like to meet your pastor <clears throat> and check his eyeglasses to see if they're working. I let us, there's a few optometrists down here. Or maybe I can lay hands on him in the name of Jesus Christ so his eyes can open so he can truly begin to read the word of God. What did they tell you? And you know I'm right. Because you and I know that there's not a performance of the power of, the, of God in your life <clears throat> as yet. So how can you question me when you have not bear the fruit? You're that tomato tree out there and your leaves are looking good and blowing. But when the, when the person who put you in that ground come out and they're starved, there's no fruit there. There's no fruit there. Uproot that thing like Jesus did. Curse it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and let it die. And go get another seed and plant it there. Some of us need to understand this. God will back you when you're ready. This is what I'm saying. The Lord Jesus Christ will back you when you're committed. Some people, you know, they go outside and they get offended and they don't go back. Uh-huh, really? That's not me. No. The substance that will cause you to walk on water is faith. To believe God in tough times is faith. Meditate on the word of God. Let's go, go to Joshua 6 and verses 8. Meditate on the word of God. This is, this is what the Lord said to Joshua. Let's, Joshua 1, we'll read 6 to 8. I want you guys to hear the words of the Lord. Hello, because you guys have heard this scripture many times. It's, look what he said. He said, be strong and, and of good courage. Be strong and of good courage. Why would you need to be strong and be of good courage? Couldn't he just says, okay, have faith and go? Where? What is the courage area of it? Be strong and of good courage. For unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their father, fathers to give them. You see, you have to go to war for your prophecy. You have to go to war. You have to be strong and of good courage to accomplish what God has put inside of you. Because demons are going to turn up in people in many different ways. Get used to that. That is what God spoke to Joshua. Verses 7. Only, he says it again. Only be thou strong and very courageous. Only be thou strong and very courageous. That thou mayest observe to do according to all the law. And obedient. That is the next thing. You know what happened? When you don't have faith. When you don't have faith and have it continuously. You begin to walk in disobedience. You begin to transgress the word of the Lord. You begin to go back to the arm of the flesh. And no. Many times we are still going to church. But we're not living a life of obedience. What happens now when your family members are not supporting the call of God on your life? You're going to need the courage now. You're going to need the boldness and the confidence in God. You're going to need the faith now. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law. Let's not forget, as we meditate 
on faith and believe in God for miracles. Let's not forget obedience, obedience to the word of God, every bit of it, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left. Faith and obedience goes hand in hand, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest, anywhere you go. Number eight, this is how you build your faith. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. That is the instructions given from God. When you begin to believe him, what happens when God has called you to go to ministry school or to be led by the Spirit and everybody that you went to school with is getting jobs and buying homes and buying cars and moving on in the material world and you are looking at yourself and saying, what am I doing? I'm not making any progress. In the eyes of the world, you're not making progress. That's, this is where you're going to need to have strength and courage and confidence in God and faith in God. That's what we have been doing in this ministry since God has called us. Is to hang tough. And every time I open the Bible, it doesn't matter. We don't have too many family members around us encouraging us. No. That does not matter. The word of the Lord is sufficient. The promises of God are sufficient. And we know that there will be a performance of every promise of God in Scripture. And every prophetic word that has, God has spoken over our life. If we defy everything down here that is trying to steal our destiny in God. And listen, it, for, for me, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's a done deal. You know, all of what we're doing here is just kind of like the mimic of it. It's already been accomplished in God. Cemented in God. This is just the manifestation of it in the natural every one of us need that conviction that belief god can speak um, anything and say do so go here go there and you go believing that the supernatural power of god will produce for your needs i love john g lake Oh, the Lord sent him to South Africa. He's the one that laid that foundation for Reinhard Bonnke. That Reinhard Bonnke. One so one water, but God give the increase. Years before Reinhard Bonnke went to uh, South Africa, there was a man by the name of John G. Lake that God sent there. And that man forsook everything. His business. He didn't even have the money for the $200 that was necessary for him to enter into the country. And God tell him to go. And he went. And it was $200. And after he, he got off the boat, somebody walked up to him and gave him $200. I felt like giving you $200 for your ministry. If you begin to calculate based on your bank account, that is not faith. You just need to take orders. Jesus is a commander of the army of heaven. 
We are soldiers in his army. We are pilgrims. We, there's a baton that we're running with, that we're passing on to the next generation. If we don't do it, people will suffer. We need to do this with precision. We need to go back. We need to consecrate ourselves to God. We need to cut off the cables in our house. I'm telling you, some of you guys are watching too much movies. I know it. Watching too much movies. You can't win that battle. This message here, two, three of those movies, Netflix movies. Hello. The impartation is gone. Too much fleshiness. The perfect family, it's a lie. And anybody who have any guts would get mad at the people at the TV that is polluting their children and their families. They wouldn't get mad at the preachers. They would take the, the TV outside and smash it. Or keep the TV and cut off the cable so you can watch good godly stuff. That's what it takes. Abraham wasn't walking and moving from um, the, the land that God moved him from with TV screens. One for the bedroom, one for the living room, one for the cavemen, the, the basement. No, no TV. That was a man on a mission sent by God. Understand your calling. Get up, wake up. Stop feeding on the food of the world. And wake up to Jesus Christ. Too many distractions. What is the sense we talk about faith when other things are defeating your faith? I, I, I was speaking to someone this week. I said, listen, this is not your church that you celebrate your man of God. Okay? The man of God buy a car, the church celebrate. The man of God buy a house, the church celebrate. The man of God buy a plane, the church celebrate. It's your success. To see, go and drive him to the airport and see him take off in his aircraft. And that's your consolation. Because you're a chopped liver. What happened to you? We're not here for people to celebrate us. We want to see your breakthrough. We want to see you thrive in your ministry. And the words that are spoken. We don't get too excited over prophecy. Like I heard Banky say last night. Everybody's um, camping out for the next prophetic word. My God. Collecting them like medals. I don't need no more prophetic word. The Bible said that the word of God is a more sure word of prophecy. Go, go look in scripture. You cannot complete all of the prophecies that have been spoken over you. Go look in scripture. That's not to underestimate that the, the prophetic. You know. It's dynamic. It activates you. But don't camp out for prophetic words continually. Get in the business now of accomplishing them. Get in the business of positioning yourself to accomplish them. That's what we're doing here positioning ourselves so when the when so the power of god will flow out of heaven you see how we're going to challenge everybody in church james 1 5 to 8 do you see can you imagine in this ministry for those who like their comfortable chairs some people my god if you go to church and take their chairs they will come and tell you in the middle of the service that is my chair what madness in the church of jesus christ people are people mark chairs if they ever try that with me. Woman, man, go get another chair. I ain't getting up. You don't own no chair here. We're going to 
no there will be no complacent christians in heaven's lighthouse ministry no why we're going to make it uncomfortable to them you know like how they want to make in toronto we know how it is in toronto they call i know how it is in toronto hello there some of the churches are still calling me after i block them they're still calling me and knowing me we ain't doing that no we ain't begging people constantly to come to church make a decision if you want to be a part of it and you want to follow jesus christ make a decision make up your mind and then when you make up your mind get activated and begin to do don't get comfortable some of them want to bring the, the recliner that is in their bedroom and bring it to church so they can get comfortable this is a place of action action don't get too comfortable demons will come in in your worship session James, are you, Adriano, you said you, you couldn't wait for this message. I hope you're enjoying it. Hello. I'm giving it to you raw, 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 raw. James 1, 5 to 8. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Let him ask of God. Don't go and knock on your next door neighbor. Don't call your mom and your dad. Let him ask of God. Any mother and moms and dads here are you offended? Good. Because it's God that says it, not me. So good if you're offended. I'm happy. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give it to all men liberally and upbraid it not. And it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith. Faith. Nothing wavering. Nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Spiritually speaking. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Do you see why the people's prayers are not being answered? Do you see why their prayers are not being answered? Double-mindedness. They make it look like God has no money. The earth is the Lord's. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. All his ways. You have, we have some decisions to make. Not now. On Monday morning. On Tuesday morning. Hello. Next week. In March. And April. And May. Where will you be? Where will you be? Will we even see you? Listen. Will we even see you in church? Because of some of the battles that you're going to be fighting. Yes. Hello, guys. Welcome to the church of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And we still have a little time to go. Hello. You ain't getting rid of me yet. Somebody get me riled up this morning. I pray. I give him thanks. He got my blood boiling. Good. Tell him to come back next week. Ha. Huh. Woo. I feel fire falling from heaven. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, as acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Oh, no. You see, if we're meditating on this word, meditating on this word, word, 
not Netflix. Meditating on the word. You're going to be full of faith to believe God for the things that you read in scriptures. Meditate on the word of God. Begin to, begin to comb through it. Write down the scriptures in, in the area of your life that you need breakthrough. Write them down. Put them in your purse. Put them in your wallet. Take them to work. And take them out ever so often. And let them marinate. Hallelujah. It, let them speak to your mind constantly. And build your faith to believe God. You know, you know why I'm encouraging you guys to do this? For your visitation. Hello. For your you know what a wonderful thing. When Jesus Christ decides to rent the heaven and give a man a visitation. And God wants to do that, that to us individually. So we are prepared for that. By consecrating ourselves. And then asking God from that position. What will he not do? If your father, your, your earthly father can do such good things for you. They don't have the love that God has. How much more he wants to pour out on us? James 2, 14 to 18. Faith in action. Faith in action. You're supposed to be so busy doing the things of God that you really have no time to watch all of those movies and hang out with those negative people. No. Clean up your life. Clean up your life. Give your life to Jesus Christ. Clean up. Cut off the negative people. I, I, let me tell you, listen, there is nobody that can't, you, listen, there will be no one when we come on this Zoom conference, okay, that will, you will hear their voice. That is not in agreement with what I'm saying. None. It doesn't happen in our circle. We cut all negative, negativity off. We minister to them in love. But I'm telling you, no way. James 2, 14 to 18. What doth, doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and have not works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful for the body, what doth it profit? Even so, faith, if it had not works, is dead being alone. Dead being alone. Action is the next thing. You know, a life of consecration. We did that teaching already. We're calling people up by the Spirit of God to a high calling in Christ Jesus. A high calling. You know, when you, when you come up to this high place, the people that are around you that are lukewarm, they will want no business with you. They will run. I'm telling you that. They will run. You, you don't have to um, eject them. They will, say, they will say, you're too spiritual. Everything you have to bring God in it. Yeah. You know why? Because I want you to get out of my life. Hello. Welcome to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know what your pastor was preaching to you before. It gave me great pleasure to read the word 24 7 during the week. I lay before the Lord. I don't go to work. Uh -uh. Hello. You guys didn't see me on the 401. No. 
I'm laying before Jesus Christ in his presence, in the secret place, in the oven of heaven. And I, and I gave up the fleshy desires to do that. I'm filled with the Spirit of God. Hello. You will command blessings from heaven. That's why we're saying we're going to take the city. We are the people that's going to take this city in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. They can't stop us. This, this move that we're coming with, hello, it's going to be of too much fire for the doubters. Hello, the devil and the voices that he's going to use them. We have too much going on for us, too much of God. They can't win. The fire of God is kindled because he loves his people. And no man can get in his way. No man can stop him from saving the lost. Hello. He's looking for, because they give the, the earth to man. He's looking up for us to sink with him. And where is the man? Where is the government? Where is the opposition? They exist nowhere. Nowhere. It's the lack of faith and confident and believe in and trust in jesus christ why we don't see the power of god on this planet we don't see the fire of god no is the time you are a part of that move get up get up in jesus name get up rise Don't live carnally. Let's take this city. Let's take this nation. And let it flow into the nations of the world. In Jesus' mighty name. All you need is the calling from God. We have already been called. We have all been called. Some of you are waiting for anointing. For people to, for man to pour oil over your head. I ain't waiting on no man to pour no oil over my head. I mess up my nice here. The anointing come from God. We have it. Hello? Many, listen, many of the people that you're sitting in their church, it's this same calling that they had on their life. Do you think this, they never had the guts? They never had the staying power. They never had the faith. You know? They never had it. Hello? God, find some people who have it. Who's going to hang with Jesus Christ? Hello, I'm one of them. I'm one of them. Some of you um, think this is your, your, the last church that you're in. Everything is in order. Uh -uh. We're going to turn the chairs upside down so some people get up. Because it seems as if crazy glues are on the chair. We're going to empty them out. Get up and worship. Get up and praise the Lord. Stop looking at your neighbors, what they're doing. This is the dimension of the power of God that we're going to command. It's written in scripture. Oh, where is it? How come it's not on the earth? If it's in scripture, why is it not on the earth? God Almighty. Is God not committed to his word? Isn't he saying that he elevated his word above his name to show you, to show you his commitment to his word? 
and you claim that you believe it and there is no performance of his power, I'm going to check your unbelief in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We'll see if you believe. Don't memorize scriptures only to impress others. Walk on water, people of God. Walk on water. Stop doubting that God can provide for your financial needs. How is it going to happen? How is it going to work? If you're committed to him, the bird, the same bird that fed Elijah, hello, will bring you that big bag of groceries. Stay in your house and have confidence in God. He's going to pay your bills. Use wisdom in everything that you do. Mark 11, 24. You know, I'm going to pour a little bit of cream on your coffee this morning. I'm going to pour a little bit of cream on your coffee this morning. Now, because Jesus is a beautiful God. You know, I'm going to pour a little bit of cream so you can go into your week with the love of God. Hello? Mark 11, 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. See that? Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. God has committed, when you take these lessons that we have been going through and incorporate them in your everyday life, and now you go before your father who is full of love, full of love, just want to pour out on you, my Lord God, oh, how he loves you. And now you're, you're a child of obedience, not rebel. He will give you. He will pour out. Pour out on you. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Look, look at the beautiful words. My God, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. You see that? What happens when you trust in the Lord with all of your heart? In the tough situations I'm talking about, okay? In the tough situations that have been there for a while, and you are there. It's, it's fi so, some people, it's financial. You're there. And the finances are not moving. Focus on obedience. Focus on, on faith in God. And watch God do that miracle in your life. Don't step out and begin to do anything inconsistent with the word of God. You're going to find yourself back at the same place disappointed. Trust God. Understand who truly loves you. Understand who really cares for you. It's God. Not the government. It's God. It's Jesus Christ. 
commit to his ways and let him take care of you mark 9 23 last scripture mark 9 23 Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. You see why I step out of my house like a champion? I step out of my house like a champion. This is my father's house. The whole earth is my father's house. And I walk like that. And I talk like that. And I'm unapologetic about that. I give respect to people. Because they're people, they're, they're children of God, just like myself. Everybody. But I'm just confident in God. All of us need to be like that. Our identity is supposed to be built in Him. So decide now. That you're going to live a life of faith. Some of you that are looking for financial blessings from the Lord. How do you get financial blessing? When you submit that year of your life to the Lord. If you're motivated by fear, you will not open your hands. Because you think that you can, the more you save is the more you have. And you can't release anything. And that will not come into agreement with God's way of blessing you financially. You have to be renewed in the mind. You have to put faith in God and what he has spoken in his word. And you have to meditate on the word of God more than you allow this carnal world to communicate the belief system that is down here to you. Or you will not rise and you will go and sit in the pews and listen to messages and not see the results. We don't want that to happen. That's not happening in my life. No way. And it will not happen. By the grace of God. To the people in Heaven's Lighthouse Ministries. It will not happen. Period. Because we are going to we are gonna make them uncomfortable. Mm -mm. We are going to challenge. People are going to rise in power. That's why we are... I keep saying, the people in this church, they're going to be transformed. They're going to look in the mirror and see a person that is different. They go, oh my God, what a far way I have come. Because I embraced the truths that are in God's word and became obedient and allowed the Holy Spirit to transform and change me and make me into the likeness and the image of Jesus Christ. And I go back to my family. I go, go back to my friends and they look at me and they go, my God Almighty. What, who is this person? That is not the person I knew two years ago. Something has changed. That's what happened when you meet Jesus. And then you walk with him. The disciples walked with him. What happened to those people? When the Lord began to tell them about eat of my flesh and drink of my blood. And the Bible says from that day henceforth, they did not walk with him. Do you know where many of them are now? Hello, newscast. Many of them didn't make it into the kingdom. Many of them are in hell now. Because that faithful day, they walked away from the cross. Because they only wanted miracles and signs and wonders. There's two churches. Which one are you in? Jesus said, let the wheat and the tears grow together. Until that time. Which one are you in? 
Are you going to be separated for heaven or separated for hell? There's a church within the church. The Lord said, don't disturb until that time. Separate yourself. Come into, I pray this morning, that God would save the souls that are on you. That we wouldn't just talk about faith from the perspective of the promises of God for material things. But for salvation. For salvation. That when we move on into eternity, where there is no more of these messages. Some people are down in hell now wishing that they had heard me before they gone down there. Because they know at least they say if I had met that man, it would have made me mad. But, have, but, but, but to the saving of my soul. Too late. Pastor Nimrod um, that preached to them, make them lukewarm Christians, and they fell out of his body and fell under the earth. Too late. Well, there's another group here, and we're called to preach to them. Hello. If they choose to go to hell, their blood is not going to be on my shoulder. Because no, you mark my words. Many of you mark my words. Did I not speak the truth in the name of Jesus Christ? It's the business of God that we're dealing with. How can we be casual about it? How can we go and hear a message inspired by the Spirit of God and go back and watch TV? Really? And settle down and watch TV with popcorn? You ought to be troubled. You ought to be going for long walks and considering some things. That's what I did. It troubled me. I couldn't sleep in the night. And I wake up with the same thought in the morning. And carry it out through the day. Consumed by love. Consumed. Constant. This is the spirit life. Bring your pastor that didn't teach you that in the last thing. They invite him to come on next week. So we are going to teach pastors. Many of them have been in the uh, ministry for 20 years. Let me tell you something. We are go they're going to sit. They're going to come thinking that they're going to serve. We ain't using them to serve nothing. The only thing they can do is sweep the, sweep the church and, uh, and wash the toilet. And I'm, I'm, I help the people park the car outside. Touch which word? In what? Climb on whose mic? You, you got to be kidding me. With their deadness, they have to catch a fire first. I did that pause on purpose to sink it in your subconscious. Who we are we are we are not going down the road the same way, the same people. You guys agree with me. We are not gonna no, we're demanding change from God. He has promised us a lot. We are demanding it now. We're we are before the throne throne of grace, saying, Father, such and said, such you have spoken about us. Now here we are. Let it happen. I'm going to see the new version of every person on here. The new version. The Christ version of every person that is on here. That says yes to Jesus Christ. I'm going to meet you and shake your hand. And see God in you. God. And everywhere you go, you're going to bear fruit. Period. Angels will go with you. There will be a, a, just a glory of God around you. Yeah. Amen. So we give God praise and thanks this morning. Lady and I, I, I pray in the, in the name of Jesus that this word was sufficient. 
for you. And I know it made you a little bit ticked off. And you know I'm always happy to do that for you. <laughs> Thank you. That was great. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Great message, Patty. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we give you praise and thanks this morning for your presence. Thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you for your people. Oh, Lord, that have come here. Lord, they have said yes to you, oh God. They have said, they have said yes to you in every area of their lives. Strengthen them, oh God. Strengthen them, oh Lord God. Strengthen their conviction, their profession of faith in you, oh Lord God, that they will be unmovable, that there would be nothing that would take them from that relationship with you, oh God. No influence. Bless them, oh Lord Jesus. Protect them, oh Lord. Provide for their needs. Give them divine encounters. Father, we give you praise. We give you thanks this morning for nourishing our spirits. We thank you for the fruits that we will bear this week because we were in your presence and because we heard your word. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your ministry continually in our lives. We honor you. We praise you. We, your children, oh Lord, are so grateful that we have a relationship with you. We thank you for the peace that you give us the understanding and the wisdom. Oh, we just magnify the name of Jesus Christ. We bow to his lordship in our lives. We enthrone him on our hearts. We thank you for the love that you have shed in our hearts and the love that you've given us for the lost. And we thank you, Lord God Almighty, for this new dimension, this new level that you're inviting us into. Thank you, Jesus. Let your kingdom come, O oh Lord. And let your perfect will be done in our lives. And we give you the praise and thanks. Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.